Good morning and welcome to another day's edition of Transformation Radio. Before I bring my need, I will bring my heart. Before I lift my cares, I will lift my arms. I want to know you, I want to find you in every season, in every moment. Before I bring my need, I will bring my heart. And Good morning, everybody. This is Ben Reynolds. I just wanted to send out an affirmation to Philip Parker and Jody Knowles. Guys, you do an amazing job. We we just, uh, just so everybody knows, we had a food inspection through Mid-Ohio Food Bank at Sullivan Avenue a few weeks ago. We got the results back, and uh, it was a 100% pass. That's so awesome. We talk a lot about doing things in excellence, 
and this is a perfect example of being a good steward. I just want to really let Jody and Phil know and all the guys that helped with that over at Phase 3 that uh, very much appreciated and uh, really love the work you're doing over there, guys. So have a wonderful day, and uh, we'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. And now as we turn our attention to the New Testament, our reading today will come from the book of Romans, chapter 15. We'll read through verses 1 through 22. Here is a bit of an overview of what we'll find there. If we merely set out to please our neighbors, we would be people-pleasers. Paul was against that, as we shall see as we read in today's passage. But we are to set aside willfulness and self-pleasing for the sake of building them up for good. Our Christian convictions must not be a disguise for cold-hearted treatment of our brothers and sisters. We'll discover that the knowledge of the Scriptures affects our attitude toward the present and the future. The more we know about what God has done in years past, well, the greater the confidence we have about what He will do in the days ahead. We should read our Bibles diligently to increase our trust that God's will is best for us. Now, to accept Jesus' lordship in all areas of life means to share His values and His perspective. Just as we take Jesus' view on the authority of Scripture, the nature of heaven, and the resurrection, we are to have His attitude of love toward other Christians as well. We're reminded, you know, be like-minded one toward another. Now, as we grow in faith, and come to know Jesus better, we become more capable of maintaining this attitude through each day. We'll find out that Paul was not proud of what he had done, but of what God had done through him. Being proud of God's work is not a sin, it's worship. If you're not sure whether your pride is selfish or holy, ask yourself this question. Are you just as proud of what God is doing through other people as of what He's doing through you? That's a good indicator. Well, Paul wanted to visit the church at Rome, but he had delayed his visit because he had heard many good reports about the believers there, and he knew they were doing well on their own. It was more important for him to preach in areas that had not yet heard the good news. All right, that's enough for now. Let's begin today's reading in the New Testament. August 1st, the New Testament, Romans chapter 15, verses 1 through 22. We, Paul, and other Christians who are strong, must be considerate of those who are sensitive about things like this. We must not just please ourselves. We should help others do what is right and build them up in the Lord. For even Christ didn't live to please himself. As the scriptures say, the insults of those who insult you, O God, have fallen on me. Such things were written in the Scriptures long ago to teach us, and the Scriptures give us hope and encouragement as we wait patiently for God's promises to be fulfilled. May God, who gives this patience and encouragement, help you live in complete harmony with each other, as is fitting for followers of Christ Jesus. Then all of you can join together with one voice, giving praise and glory to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, accept each other just as Christ has accepted you, so that God will be given glory. Remember that Christ came as a servant to the Jews, to show that God is true to the promises He made to their ancestors. He also came so that Gentiles might give glory to God for His mercies to them. 
That is what the psalmist meant when he wrote, For this I will praise you among the Gentiles, I will sing praises to your name. And in another place it is written, Rejoice with his people, you Gentiles, and yet again, Praise the Lord, all you Gentiles, praise him, all you people of the earth. And in another place Isaiah said, The heir to David's throne will come, and he will rule over the Gentiles. They will place their hope in him. I pray that God, the source of hope, will fill you completely with joy and peace because you trust in him. Then you will overflow with confident hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. I am fully convinced, my dear brothers and sisters, that you are full of goodness. You know these things so well, you can teach each other all about them. Even so, I have been bold enough to write about some of these points, knowing that all you need is this reminder. For by God's grace, I am a special messenger from Christ Jesus to you Gentiles. I bring you the good news, so that I might present you as an acceptable offering to God, made holy by the Holy Spirit. So I have reason to be enthusiastic about all Christ Jesus has done through me in my service to God. Yet I dare not boast about anything except what Christ has done through me, bringing the Gentiles to God by my message and by the way I worked among them. They were convinced by the power of miraculous signs and wonders and by the power of God's Spirit. In this way, I have fully presented the good news of Christ from Jerusalem all the way to Illyricum. My ambition has always been to preach the good news where the name of Christ has never been heard, rather than where a church has already been started by someone else. I have been following the plan spoken of in the Scriptures where it says, Those who have never been told about Him will see, and all those who never heard of Him will understand. In fact, my visit to you has been delayed so long because I have been preaching in these places. And now as we turn our attention to the New Testament, our reading today will come from the book of Romans, chapter 15. We'll read through verses 1 through 22. Here is a bit of an overview of what we'll find there. If we merely set out to please our neighbors... We would be people-pleasers. Paul was against that, as we shall see as we read in today's passage. But we are to set aside willfulness and self-pleasing for the sake of building them up for good. Our Christian convictions must not be a disguise for cold-hearted treatment of our brothers and sisters. We'll discover that the knowledge of the Scriptures affects our attitude toward the present and the future. The more we know about what God has done in years past... Well, the greater the confidence we have about what He will do in the days ahead. We should read our Bibles diligently to increase our trust that God's will is best for us. Now, to accept Jesus' Lordship in all areas of life means to share His values and His perspective. Just as we take Jesus' view on the authority of Scripture, the nature of heaven, and the resurrection, we are to have His attitude of love toward other Christians as well. We're reminded, you know, be like-minded one toward another. Now, as we grow in faith and come to know Jesus better, we become more capable of maintaining this attitude through each day. We'll find out that Paul was not proud of what he had done, but of what God had done through him. Being proud of God's work is not a sin, it's worship. 
If you're not sure whether your pride is selfish or holy, ask yourself this question. Are you just as proud of what God is doing through other people as of what He's doing through you? That's a good indicator. Well, Paul wanted to visit the church at Rome, but he had delayed his visit because he had heard many good reports about the believers there, and he knew they were doing well on their own. It was more important for him to preach in areas that had not yet heard the good news. All right, that's enough for now. Let's begin today's reading in the New Testament. Psalm 25, verses 1 through 15, a Psalm of David. O Lord, I give my life to you. I trust in you, my God. Do not let me be disgraced, or let my enemies rejoice in my defeat. No one who trusts in you will ever be disgraced, but disgrace comes to those who try to deceive others. Show me the right path, O Lord. Point out the road for me to follow. Lead me by your truth and teach me, for you are the God who saves me. All day long I put my hope in you. Remember, O Lord, your compassion and unfailing love, which you have shown from long ages past. Do not remember the rebellious sins of my youth. Remember me in the light of your unfailing love, for you are merciful, O Lord. The Lord is good and does what is right. He shows the proper path to those who go astray. He leads the humble in doing right, teaching them His way. The Lord leads with unfailing love and faithfulness, all who keep His covenant and obey His demands. For the honor of Your name, O Lord, Forgive my many, many sins. Who are those who fear the Lord? He will show them the path they should choose. They will live in prosperity, and their children will inherit the land. The Lord is a friend to those who fear Him. He teaches them His covenant. My eyes are always on the Lord, for He rescues me from the traps of my enemies. Boy. 
In this obsession with the things this world says make us happy Can't see the slaves we are In all the searching or the grasping Like we deserve much more Than all these blessings we're holding Soon now I'm running free Into an ocean of mercy turn our attention to the reading of the book of Psalms, we'll be looking into Psalm chapter 25, verses 1 through 15. 72 Psalms, almost half the book, speak about enemies. Enemies are those who oppose not only us, but also God's way of living. We can view temptations, money, success, prestige, lust as our enemies. And our greatest enemy is Satan. David asked God to keep his enemies from overcoming him because they opposed what God stood for. If his enemies succeeded, 
David feared that many would think that living for God was futile. David did not question his own faith. He knew that God would triumph. But he didn't want his enemies' success to be an obstacle to the faith of others. We'll read that David expressed his desire for guidance. How do we receive God's guidance? Well, the first step is to want to be guided and to realize that God's primary guidance system is from His Word, the Bible. These verses 5-7 through seven that we'll read suggest that uh, David may have written this psalm toward the end of his life. Despite sinning when he was younger, he did have a close relationship with God because he was forgiven. David realized, as we must, that God is unlimited. He is all-conquering and has unrestrained authority over all creation and over each individual. So, he's the only source of salvation, he's the only source of hope and true peace. Believing in him is the only way to forgiveness of sins. And finally, just before we begin our reading today, we'll see that God offers intimate and lasting friendship to those who reverence him, who hold him in highest honor. What relationship could ever compare with having the Lord of all creation for a friend? Your everlasting friendship with God will grow as you reverence Him. Proverbs chapter 20, verses 13 through 15. If you love sleep, you will end in poverty. Keep your eyes open, and there will be plenty to eat. The buyer haggles over the price, saying, It's worthless then brags about getting a bargain. Wise words are more valuable than much gold and many rubies. Dear God, if you can hear me, then I hope you do. I really can't remember the last time I sat in silence and spoke to you. I don't think I've ever opened up your great book, but I've posted a couple statuses giving you thanks. On Facebook, Lord, I need your help. Life doesn't make sense. I feel beaten and weak and can't find it in me to gain strength. My mother just died. God, why did you have to take her from me without even letting me say goodbye? I'm searching for hope, but I don't see any. I hate my life. Don't want to be here anymore. God, please come and get me. Tired of breathing. At times I wonder if this cold heart I've got is still beating. I'm free. Winners always the season I'm in And I don't see any progress or healing Thinking suicidal thoughts Alone in my car drinking I've been hurt so many times Promises have been broken I've learned I can't trust no one And happiness seems so hopeless I want to trust in you But I'm not sure how Will you show me how? God please help me Cause I need you now Yeah I've had those days and things go Seems to fall apart Teach me how to trust in you, my God Cause only you can make it better I trust in you Lord, I trust in you I trust in you Lord, I trust in you Yeah Dear God, if you can hear me Then I hope you do I really can't remember the last time I sat in silence and spoke to you 
but my soul's in pain Fear that the hope's what I won't regain Nobody else knows that I go insane I'm trapped in a storm like the boats in rain I'm not in my right mind I'm searching, hoping I might find The key that leads to freedom But alone it might take a lifetime Can't do it on my own I need some help, Lord, be my lifeline Sitting in darkness, I need your truth to see the light shine Why do things have to be so messed up? I've fallen so many times that I've grown tired of trying to get up And tomorrow morning I go back to work It just feels like I'm going nowhere So tell me, is this all I'm worth? I'm not religious, God, I'm sorry I don't go to church But the people that I know who go seem so fake And what's worse, they say they're loving But they just look at me funny I'd rather be who I am than trying to befriend people who judge me Can you hear me? Cause I'm weary Tell me what to do If you can really make things better Then help me trust in you listening to another day's edition of Transformation Radio. I hope you guys enjoyed and I hope you guys all have a good day today.